All right, welcome to another Indecorous Podcast. Purveyors of fact, forests, and fucked up history join in this futile quest for knowledge. Have a laugh, learn a fact, and try out all our super safe and decorous life hacks. As always, we have Carlos. Yep. Bobby. Yo. And today our special guest, comedian Nicolessa. Hello. And I'm Ian. I'll be your drunk driver through this collision course of nonsense. So this week, gang, we got a special treat. Generation Z has been called the Tide Pod Generation for their propensity to essentially kill themselves pursuing internet fame via YouTube challenge videos. Now marketers are trying to cash in on their stupidity. Do we know exactly what Generation Z falls under? It's like people that are 15 to 25-ish. 15 to 25, that Z. Yeah. And so what is, uh, is Y still a thing? So we're technically, so you and I, Carlos, we are Y. No, I'm going to be 30 next year. So yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that falls in, and then what? And then Generation X is... So it's basically, the boomers are sort of the older generation, and uh-huh. then it goes X. And then, like, Y is technically the millennial generation. Well, I'm, you know, I'm like, uh, time doesn't exist for me. You know, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. It seems like your uh, quinceañera was just yesterday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, the marketers are aware of the fact that the millennials and the Gen Zs are essentially eating Tide Pods like silly bastards, so they decide to start this shit. The Glen Levitt has released an original whiskey drinking experience. A collection of edible cocktails <laughs> meaning no need for a glass, ice, or a cocktail stirrer. To enjoy them, Pop the capsule in your mouth and take a bite to release the delicious cocktail ingredients. Yeah, it's like whiskey in a bag. So you put it in your mouth, and for the people that are doing the Tide Pods, it feels right at home, right? Yeah, you know, like back in the day when you would buy drugs and somebody would put it in the corner of a Ziploc and like tie it off? You know, they're doing that with alcohol now. I will say there is nothing in the world I want more than that right now. So it's it's working. (laughs) It's clearly working. I hope we get to the point where just everything we need is in a pod. It's like, I don't even even want it if it's not in a pod. You know what I mean? But it basically looks like a Tide Pod, but instead it's filled with whiskey. Yep. It delivered, of course, in a plastic bag, because that's how you really want to fucking taste whiskey. Isn't <laughs> well, you know it's a high-end yeah. whiskey. Yeah, if you want to get the real feel of whiskey, you got to get it in a tiny plastic bag. Yeah. So you just pop it in your mouth, and it's like a shot, I guess? Yeah, it's like a shot. You know, because like when you're drinking cheap whiskey, you really want to wash it down with the gelatin <laughs> of that dissolving <laughs> nastiness. You know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised if like next year it was just this same thing, but now you just shove it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they're not fucking billing it that way. I mean, is it really that much of a step down to just be like, yeah, just shove it up your ass? Because from what I hear, like you get drunker quicker, right? Yeah. Isn't that what the kids have been doing? Yeah. They yeah. The Soaking tampons, right? Soaking tampons, yeah. 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 That's probably going to be the next step. It's just going to be tampons soaked with whatever this fucking... <laughs> Tide tampons. Tide tampons. <laughs> brown label. <laughs> Johnny Walker Brown. <laughs> so for anyone wondering, the Tide Pod Challenge uh, started in like 2015 as a parody on The Onion as a goof. And That's then, how that started? Oh, yeah. So it was, it was on The Onion first, and then it became like a thing that was on College Humor as another parody video a couple years later. And then people just started trying to do it for reals, mostly to troll friends that were too stupid to know it was a goof. And then it was just like everyone's just eating them anyway, just keep doing it. That's one of those things where it's, again, it's like Darwinian. I mean, if you're oh, yeah, stupid yeah. enough to buy into this shit, then yeah, have at all these oh, fucking dude. Tide Pods. We, you probably weren't going to find a cure for cancer. <laughs> Plus, I mean, you know, kids these days, they get to do it in a pod. I mean, I remember drinking laundry detergent like a real man. <laughs> 
I remember my father forcing me to drink. <laughs> You're going to drink the whole detergent. jug. Yeah. So speaking of booze, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but I'll, I'll, let, uh, I'll let Nick read the ad of this. Brewery forced to drop reindeer orgy beer labels after anonymous Scrooge snitches. The bitches had a snitch. <laughs> bitches snitches. If you look here, you can see the other. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that zoom in really made it. So. Is that a bear fucking a reindeer? <laughs> <laughs> so I know, I know you had to go right to interspecies off the bat, Bobby. But no, this is two consensual reindeers, 69ing. From my search history to that beer can. Well, there's a 69ing and there's just a regular... Well, I want to call it doggy style, but I guess it's more like reindeer style. Reindeer style, yeah. <laughs> well, well, there's some on the top, too. This is a whole, like, chemistry. Yeah, there's some reverse rain- cowgirl reindeer situation oh, going wow, on that yeah. way. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was getting the business end of that reindeer cock. So this- somebody narked on them and they have to change this? Yeah, dude. It's called Christmas Cookie. It was going to be the best beer ever. Please edit this out, but more like Christmas Nookie, am I right? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, Somebody needs to Photoshop this thing. But basically, they posted on social media, and everyone loved it except for an anonymous person who apparently reported this to the uh, Alcohol Beverage Control Commission. And if my math is correct, she's a fucking bitch. Because a 69 <laughs> reindeer is universally hilarious to everybody, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, to be fair, though, when you're getting drunk and trying to have unprotected sex, you don't need to look down <laughs> at a can and see that filth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They should have just doubled down and changed it to other Christmas characters having sex. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? We, we switched the reindeer? What? Yeah. what? Keep cycling through Christmas characters till you find the one that nobody gives a fuck about. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. If it had been Hanukkah Harry, everybody would have <laughs> The ear fucking elves. <laughs> Maybe, like, nobody was offended. They just got a cease and desist letter. <laughs> like, hey, please don't. I don't want my intellectual yeah. property getting fucked on your beer can. <laughs> Did they ever pass that law where they made um, animal sex illegal, federal? We talked about that in one of the podcasts. I don't remember. I think it's state by state, man. Still state by state. Oh. Some states believe in freedom. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to our next topic, unethical life hacks. We've scraped the bowels of the internet to find the most amazing life hacks for those brave enough to dare. So set your moral compasses south and join us for this special edition of Unethical Life Hacks. If you get an anti-vaxxer pregnant, you'll only have to pay a few years of child support instead of 18 years. Yeah, that's this reminds me of, um, well, I mean, you're going to see it coming out because it's the same kind of premise. But I said this before with uh, Casey Anthony. <laughs> like, I would fuck her, and not just because she's hot, but because if you do knock her up, then you don't have to worry about child support. Oh, there you go. Or at least not for very long. Or you might not have to pay any child support if you just are able to convince her that you're on this quest to get to the edge of the earth. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if there is any animosity between, you would think they overlap, right? Anti-vaxxers and flat earthers. But I wonder if there are flat earthers that just look down on (laughs) (laughs) anti-vaxxers. Or vice versa. It's called science, bro. bro, Good luck getting measles when you fall off the earth or whatever. I think the circle's overlapping, man. Probably like 80% overlap and 20% outlier. It really is crazy. I mentioned this before on the podcast where I had, I literally had somebody on my Facebook. I posted an article about global warming deniers and there was a picture of the earth just like, you know, they were denying it. 
But then a flat earther was like, this is bullshit because the earth is not a globe. So you had <laughs> a flat earther going after a fucking climate change denier. But they just debunked your whole argument by saying there can't be global warming because there's no globe. There's no globe, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's flat warming or whatever, I guess. There's plane warming. Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate. It's like all these people's parents told them they could be anything, and they all chose scientist minus the college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anti-vaxxers' parents are like, you can be anything for a few years. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the real life hack here is if you have an annoying baby that you don't like, just convince your lady friend after the fact to become an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> now, the real life hack is always not having children. Yeah. <laughs> I still like, though, the Casey Anthony better because it's quicker. <laughs> Measles, smallpox, you're still going to have to take them to the doctor. It's the whole thing. <laughs> Casey Anthony's like, Casey Anthony. Yeah, it's a bag a shovel and some chloroform <laughs> all yeah. in her search history all you need is a pool <laughs> <laughs> i'll let bobby take us on this next one here use deaths in the family to teach your kids for example god killed granny because she wouldn't eat her broccoli you can get even more specific here if you have like a bedtime you want them to really go to bed by nine o'clock yeah grandma died because she didn't go to bed at nine o'clock yeah granny I- died because she wouldn't suck my dick <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is just, I mean, this is this is why these are dangerous. <laughs> I see the slippery slope, yeah, there, Carlos. Slippery slope, man. Spencer has a joke. It's, she's been doing it longer than a year. That's when this is posted. So I'm not calling out who is this user, brother, Maz- brother Mazone. Oh, you don't uh, want to oh, fuck nice. with brother. Ma- well, good luck fucking with brother Mazone. Yeah. Out there killing Stringer Bell. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, unless unless your name is Omar, I'd be careful about yeah. fucking with brother Mazone. And that's a, a wire callback for those that don't know. <laughs> Yeah, so what is Spencer's? So, so Spencer has a joke where she's talking about growing up as a mixed kid and she watches Roots and she turns to her mom and she's like, why would anyone do this? And why would anyone do slavery? And she goes, because they didn't eat her broccoli. Oh, <laughs> really? Much oh. better than that. Oh, that's fucking way better. Oh, man, parallel thought We're going gonna on We're going to do, yeah. That's, and Spencer, by the way, will be on the podcast soon as yeah. well. I'll let Carlos take us on this next one here. This one comes from SWA170. <laughs> well, actually, that's just a post. Actually, it comes from Egg Slut. It comes from the Egg Slut, yes. It Erica the Egg from Slut. At Egg <laughs> underscore Slut. If he accidentally comes in you, just put your pussy in some rice. <laughs> and of course, it's a China woman suggesting this. That's their solution for everything. Don't get me started on these China women. They always want you to put things in their pussy, right? To fix things. You put this on here on purpose, Ian, because you know how I feel. Oh, about wait, that I, China I'm, reading, woman. I'm reading it backwards. They're not trying to get something in their pussy. They're trying to put rice in things. Oh, I see now. Yeah, I see. That's all, yeah. Well, so, rice solves everything. <laughs> The best case, pregnant. Worst case, instant rice with uh, extra salt seasoning, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm trying not to be racist here. <laughs> <laughs> no, the extra salt was from the cum. Oh, okay. Is that how we... It's just put... that effortless for you? I've heard it was salty. Yeah, not that I know. Right. That's how you condiment shit? <laughs> egg slut. Be a good name for a clinic where you freeze your eggs out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Want to know if there's a camera in your friend's bathroom? Just start urinating in their sink or bathtub every time you use the restroom. <laughs> If you keep getting invited back, it's fair to say there is no spy cam. This, uh, 
this life hack could really backfire because if he does have cameras in his bathroom, he could specifically want you to piss in his bathroom and sink. And that is why you're getting yeah. invited back over oh, consistently. Man. Yeah, he, yeah. He's got a fetish website. And like and this guy, yeah. he's not sharing any of that money with you. <laughs> yeah, go. this guy's a superstar in some kind of golden shower website. <laughs> Get a premium rate telephone number. Do something politically offensive to the extreme left and or right. Post your number and wait for the death threats to roll in. Profit. I don't know what a premium rate telephone Like a 1-900 number. number kind of thing. Oh, get a 900 number. Do and every something. time someone calls it, every second they're on the phone with you, boom, you're getting pennies. This mm. is like a call back to the 1980s. So people don't know these things exist. So they just see, oh, this is Bobby's number. Bobby's been talking shit. We're going to call Bobby and, you know, Bobby's <laughs> laughing his ass off as he clicks. Yeah, over there. Bobby's doing this. Like, yeah. Call Bobby. Call Bobby. <laughs> is this when we give out Bobby's phone? I think, I think this might podcast? be the segue right here. We got to <laughs> give out Bobby's phone like, number. I need this any is- more death threats. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I would be so rich if I could monetize all my death threats. <laughs> Well, Are people actually still calling 900 numbers like sex numbers? Is that still a thing? No, just Miss Cleo. <laughs> just Miss Yeah, even though she's been dead forever. Yeah. <laughs> There's like an AI bot Miss Cleo still out there. Is she, like, well, actually, I'm not sure. Is she dead or is it just Dion Warwick? I get Miss Cleo and Dion Warwick confused. <laughs> I think I think you're right. I think that Miss Cleo is Network. dead. I've never called a sex one, but Mean Gene Okerlund used to have one for pro wrestling, yeah. and I would get grounded monthly. <laughs> 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 I would just be sitting in my room and hear like Nicholas, and I was like, "Oh, oh, they got the phone bill." I'm gonna, gonna run I always away from wanted to call. Like when I was growing up, they would have those. Night- they would show them a lot after <clears throat> wrestling shows. Hey, call this and, uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. But I never. I was never brave enough. I was, I was too afraid of getting in trouble. I never. So what do you do? I'm assuming you don't really actually get to talk to Mean Gene yeah. Oakland. It's it's all it was all pre-recorded, and it'd be like press one to hear from Hulk Hogan, and he'd press one, yeah. and he'd be like, "What's up, brother?" <laughs> or they're like, "Press nine to hear." Sting's intro music and I'd be like fuck yeah you just hear various celebrities saying the (laughs) n-word Yeah, it would be like what two dollars a minute. Yeah, or something like I that. think some of those they were like four dollars yeah, a yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. minute. Dude, before you guys segue the wrong direction, this might be the first time this has ever happened. Our guest is unbeknownst to him, set up the most perfect fucking segue ever. So I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, okay. I make you guys shut the fuck up, and we're just gonna jump right in here because right. this are, is. Are too we going perfect. to our Mean Gene Okerlund segment? <laughs> oh, we're going to motherfucking Factor Farce Wrestling Edition. Oh, <laughs> well, then he's gonna know everything. <laughs> he might kill it, but uh, I'll give you guys the rules. So Factor Farce gang, I'm going to give you guys two tidbits. One is fact, one is farce. you got to guess which one is bullshit. We each go around, take turns reading these things, but we all get a chance to guess. You guys like my happy little song there? <laughs> this is when all that Mean Gene hotline pays off. Yeah, it pays off. Yeah, finally. It pays off just to have banked that Mean yeah. Gene hotline In trivia. Face, mom. Yeah. <laughs> You said that $6,000 was a waste. (laughs) (laughs) It's came home to roost. So I'll let Bobby Lee's off here with these wrestling tidbits. Ric Flair's real name is Richard Flairstein. He changed it to Ric Flair because promoters thought his real name sounded too Jewish. (laughs) Or option two, comedian actor David Arquette once held the world heavyweight title belt for the WCW. And just rules of the game, Nick goes last since he's the resident expert. He's got a... Okay. Um, I'm going to say number two is true because I am pretty sure one is bullshit. You're pretty sure what? 
I'm pretty sure number one is bullshit. Richard Flairstein? Yeah, mean, that, that's not true. Have you ever seen Ric Flair's nose? No, but he, used to park, <laughs> he used to park with us when I worked at the airport, and I've heard stories. And he and, would never tip? Or would, like <laughs> no, that's that's all I need to he know. He was a if great he, tipper. That's the point. If, oh, then okay. Then oh, then yeah. Then that's how I know. <laughs> so are you shadowing yeah, Bobby like, on yeah, this one? He was really great tips, and he didn't shape shift. So <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm gonna go with comedian actor David Arquette once held the world heavyweight title belt for the WCW because I think that's how he seduced Courtney Cox. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he got her. Yeah. All right, Nick, what do you think? Well, uh, Ric Flair's real name is Richard Fleer, and David Arquette did win the WCW yeah, Championship, and it's widely considered one of the worst moments in wrestling history. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in fact, it was possibly the reason that the WCW went bankrupt yeah, and fucking went off the air. Yeah, yeah. So I'll give you guys the ding for that one, and I'll give you some more sauce on this. I'll let Bobby read the sauce down here. Ric Flair doesn't know his real name because he was adopted on the black market. No. The Tennessee Children's Home Society was an infamously known orphanage that often kidnapped babies. As a result, there is uncertainty surrounding what Ric Flair's birth name was. It's believed to be Fred Phillips, but it may also have been Fred Damery or Fred Stewart. This sounds like a plot from wrestling. <laughs> thing. He doesn't know where he came from, so he's out for revenge. <laughs> You're in a 23 and me ladder match. But isn't that the best life hack ever? If you're in an orphanage and business is a little challenging and you're not making ends meet, just start stealing babies. <laughs> yes, that's how you do. I didn't even know that was so profitable to be an orphanage. <laughs> I well, tell you right now, Ric Flair is probably responsible for some orphans. Yeah. <laughs> some baby mamas out there. And it's the circle of life. All right, I'll let Carlos take us on this next one here. Option one, Andre the Giant often drinks. See, already false because yeah, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah good good pa past tense on this. Uh, uh, all right. Andre the Giant often drank 30 beers a day before matches and as a result once fell asleep during a match. Option two. There was a wrestler called Terrible Ted that was widely considered the worst wrestler of all time. He would often bite opponents and get disqualified for being over the top. All right. Now, this is kind of hard because fucking Mike Tyson bit people and they still let him <laughs> box. So what you're saying is that wrestling has higher standards than boxing, which actually is, come to think of it, not that outrageous. <laughs> and then Andre the Giant falling asleep during a match. I mean, the dude, I can see him drinking 30 beers. The falling asleep is the thing that I'm not really sure about. But I guess, yeah, well, fuck it. I mean, he's a giant. He probably could just like fall asleep on top of his opponent and pin him. That was his finishing <laughs> move. And that's his finishing move. Yeah, they keep because the motherfucker yeah. can't get him off him. His, his finisher was the blackout. The blackout, yeah. Which, by the way, was my finishing move for a long time when I was on the road. All right, Bobby, what do you think? I'm going to say two is true. Just because, yeah, I don't know that he, Andre the Giant, fell asleep during the match. I watched a documentary about him, and he would drink, like, five bottles of wine and stuff. So but they didn't talk about him falling asleep? Could, yeah, I don't remember if he was doing it before the matches. I don't think so. Right, you got to watch the Andre the Giant doc about his sleeping habits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> call him a sleeping about, giant for a reason. Yeah, let's talk about his seatbelt machine. All right, so we got, we got you guys going opposite ways on this, so Nick's going to break the tie. What, what do you think? So Terrible Ted does sound like it could be a real gimmick for sure. And I know Andre, mm. I, I can't for a fact say that he fell asleep during a match, but I know he could, he like pumped 30 beers a day. So I'm going to say that one's true. All right. So two out of three takes it. So 
Yeah. So, so only Bobby was wrong. So Terrible ah. Ted. Terrible Ted was actually a 600-pound black bear that wrestled from the 50s to the 70s. He never bit anyone, though, because he wore a muzzle during matches. So this is just like a big, uh, hairy gay man. <laughs> <laughs> also a uh, pro wrestling gimmick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My 600-pound right. fetish. <laughs> yeah, he fought professional wrestler uh, Billy Graham, and he fought uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan. And some other big names in the 1960s and 70s. So Andrew the Giant did actually fall asleep in a thing? Yeah, dude. Fell asleep right in the wow. match. Wow. I he wish was, there was footage. Because he was too drunk. I'll let Nick take his on these last two at the bottom here. There was once a wrestler <laughs> called Player Uno that was basically a retro video game controller, but he had a fatal flaw where you could pause him and he would just completely freeze mid-match. Opponents would also press his action buttons to make him punch and kick his own teammates. <laughs> Number two... There was a wrestler that was basically just a rotary phone where you would have to move his arms around a dial. And no matter what numbers you dialed, he would always call his tag team partner, Dr. Kickass, <laughs> would enter the ring with a flying high kick. This is so like these are so ridiculous that you would think both of them are false. But some of these storylines and wrestling get so fucking ridiculous. Oh, know, They're like, right? it's one of these is actually true. One of these is actually true. Yeah, Nick. Which one, bro? Man, this one's this one's. I don't know this one for sure. I, I would say player Uno sounds like a Chikara wrestling gimmick. So I'm a, I'm gonna go with number one. We okay. have no idea what what you just said. <laughs> is that racist? Because we'll ble- no, no. I can bleep it out after the show if what you just said is a <laughs> racial slur. It's not the first time. Bobby does it all the time. <laughs> what is Chikara? It's like a indie wrestling promotion where they do kind of. Still your okay, gotcha. Okay, so you're saying that one is true? I, I think so. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a gamble. My All whole right. wrestling podcast <laughs> credibility. <laughs> I'm going to go with option one just because it seems more up to date. Like yeah. most of the Generation Z wouldn't know what a rotary phone is. Yeah. You <laughs> might as well have Mr. Telegraph or whatever. <laughs> How disappointed were Dr. Kickass's parents when he quit practicing medicine <laughs> yeah. to get into professional wrestling? <laughs> What's really Uh, sad is that they were able to pressure him into going all the way through medical school. (laughs) Because that takes a long-ass fucking time. And also there's a lot of student debt. But then eventually he was just like, not wrestling. this And the payoff was to tag team with the the rotary rotary phone wrestler. Actually, that's what that really disappointed his parents. It was like, dude, okay, get into wrestling, but not with rotary phone guy. (laughs) (laughs) That fucking gimmick's not going anywhere. You're really selling yourself See if you can hook up with Uno, the video game controller. (laughs) All right, so Bobby, who are you going with? Two, I don't know. Just going to be a contrarian? Yeah, these seem equally ridiculous. All right, so so, so Bobby, always the contrarian and always incorrect once again. (laughs) (laughs) Two out of three takes it, but wait, I I, I got a good... My hunch is like your spelling. Oh, Oh, you nailed it. Oh, man. Oh, he's he's hitting the button. Perhaps he's hitting the attack button. Pause it, pause it. Hey, oh, jeez, left, right, left, right. And he did pause him. These two can't be happy with each other. The guy is paused right now. He's paused right now. And now he can't move. He's He's frozen. So his enemy might take advantage. Oh, he's just welling on him. Hits him, no effect. Oh, but wait, he unpauses him. Oh, yeah, pause him. Oh, now he's doing it. He He falls down in those punches. All right, so for the record, because the people can't see that, but this will all be on the website. Oh, yeah. yeah this will yeah. all be on the newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> 
It is from that Shikara thing. Nick called it. That yeah, is a fucking Nick thing. called it. Very well. So okay. I guess Nick wins that round of Factor Farce. Hey guys, if you're enjoying the podcast, please jump on iTunes, leave us a five-star review. That doesn't cost anything. Obviously, if you could support us on Patreon, that would be amazing. But if you can't do any of that stuff, just tell a friend and help us spread the indecorous word. All right, gang, today we are going to induct a pioneer into our Indecorous Hall of Fame. John R. Brinkley had one of the great Indecorous minds of his in day. He envisioned a new type of groundbreaking surgery, but alas, he was not a medical doctor, so he took justice into his own hand, bought his medical degree from a diploma mill, and promptly started attaching goat testicles onto patients. This is the Indecorous history of John R. Brinkley. And I'll let Bobby lead us off here. <laughs> it's his testicles. Testicles. <laughs> Uh, his father had crazy luck with the ladies. He was previously married five times, but all of his ex-wives died. One would imagine that his sixth wife would finally learn to cook a good meal and keep a tidy house. <laughs> but Brinkley's dad cheated on his sixth wife with her niece, and John Brinkley was born out of wedlock a bastard. Good grief. I mean, obviously this whole story is about John Brinkley, right? He's the goat doctor. Oh, yeah. He's the hero in our story. <laughs> but uh, whatever happened to the kids from those other five marriages? Were they all just fucking serial killers or something? Well, this is like the early 1900s. So they probably died of dysentery, oh, smallpox. Okay. So, you know. so it's a happy ending? Happy ending. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or were just dentists because they couldn't be doctors. Uh, that's, yeah, they couldn't make it. <laughs> they didn't have the means like Dr. Kickass. <laughs> So his first taste of being a medicine man came in 1907 when he traveled around small rural towns in North Carolina, posing as, as a Quaker doctor and doing medicine shows where he would sell snake oils and magic medicine. That's a thing? Medicine shows? Oh, yeah. yeah, I've heard that term before, but I never really knew what it was. It was like commonly 1800s, 1900s. It's where people would say, we've got a cure-all tonic, good for what ails you. Come they, one, come all, get your sanitized tape It was rooms. always opium. Yeah, it was always opium. <laughs> This is when doctors brought it, you know what I, I mean? They, 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 they were showmen. Yeah, showmen. Yeah, now <laughs> they had pizzazz. Yeah, exactly. They really brought the performance aspect into it. After killing a few folks with his first batch of wacky potions, he got a bad rap in North Carolina. <laughs> so he moved to Tennessee and started working with a man named Dr. Burke, and they started promoting virility tonics. Who doesn't love elderly men with erections? So, yeah, I mean, this has basically been going on forever. You know, oh, yeah. just old men trying to still get erections. This is where he got his first taste of the sweet sauce of old men curing their erections. And, hey, that's, yeah. a, that's a hell of a way to put it. That's the first time he got a taste for the sweet sauce of men, <laughs> old men erections. Good Lord. Maybe that's, it wasn't the first time. Is that yeah. Who's a gay from porn fan now? But he yeah. just keeps coming back. This came straight from Ian's diary. <laughs> so, really enjoying his prior work with penises from 1908 to two, uh, 1912 he attended various schools that focused on a quack field of study known as eclectic medicine i thought he, you were gonna say theology <laughs> <laughs> yeah religion <laughs> he wasn't able to finish his studies so life hack he just bought his diploma from a diploma mill in kansas in 2013. Oh, that's great. So he like went to the future about 101 <laughs> years. Oh, that was and a typo. And then oh. somehow 
let's go back to the story about this 150-year-old man. So he traveled 100 years in the future. The only thing he got was a fake diploma. diploma mill. This medicine he's making is fucking working. So like 1912, he went to various schools. And don't mind the 101 years in between. He's like, I can steal the cure for polio or take an iPhone back to the past. I just wanted a fake diploma. That's all I really want. He spent 100 years trying to get a fake diploma, and he could have gotten a real one in like eight. <laughs> he, had, he, he had to wait till the University of Phoenix was a thing. So he could. <laughs> All right. So I imagine we mean here 1913. Or wait, was the University of Kansas accredited in 2013? <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was just a diploma mill in Kansas. And oh, okay. basically, eclectic medicine was his field of study. He really wanted to get that paper and no one would let him pass the test. So he just faked the funk. This would help give him street cred for fixing erectile dysfunction. With his shiny new fake degree, the first new business he established was in Greenville, South Carolina. His practice was aimed mainly to help gentlemen regain their vigor. He injected color <laughs> he injected colored water into uh, I, I was really concerned after reading yeah. South Carolina in color. Yeah. Uh, I was <laughs> like, am I about to ruin my career? Anytime uh, in wait, South he... Carolina in 1900. <laughs> Yes. Early 19, you got to be careful about that colored water. <laughs> he injected water. colored dot, 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 uh, water into patients for $25 a shot, 700 in current value, uh, telling them it was electric medicine from Germany. Electric or eclectic? Electric. This time it was electric. It was electric? Ele uh, yeah, it was electric. Oh, wow. Like a hot disco song. It was electric. Okay. <laughs> uh, after just a few months, he was ran out of town and labeled a fraud. Did he take the L and give up? Hell no. He nabbed himself a second wife, had another kid, moved to Arkansas, and opened up a new medical business advertising his specialty as treating diseases of women and children. <laughs> is, he, wait, is he calling women and children <laughs> yeah. a disease? Is this the final solution for women and children? <laughs> That'd be like a good name for like a guy's only bar. It's like a tagline. Treating diseases of women and children. I don't know why he had to go all the way to Arkansas. He could have just gone from North Carolina to South Carolina to Georgia to Florida. Because, you know, how who's going to spread the word about yeah. this at this point, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. I mean, gas stations weren't on board yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is before Rhino Horn or whatever the fuck they sell at those places. So in 1918, he moved to Kansas and opened up a larger practice. After building some credibility treating a flu outbreak, he decided now was the time to use that trust capital and explore his true passion, which was insane quack surgeries. He'd always dreamed of transplanting goat testicles into men who were sexually weak. He always dreamed about this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. As a small boy. It's just a recurring yeah, nightmare. Yeah, this was always he thought about. Okay. Some people dream big, testicles. you know. Yeah, some people want to do stand-up. Some people want to transplant goat testicles. <laughs> Believing this would turn them into raging alpha male fuckboys. <laughs> So he began charging $750 or $9,400 in today's currency to perform this amazing operation on sexually weak men. The surgery consisted of grafting goat testicles onto the scrotum or abdomen of men. And I hear the ladies enjoyed this as well. So, yeah. Yeah. What? Well, the, two for the price of one. Goat testicles? Yeah. So the, you look down there and then you got the normal guy's nads, but then you got this... Oh, oh you got an extra set pair. Of extra nads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so he wasn't replacing. He was, he was adding. He was adding. Yeah. And eventually the body would absorb them, but for the first like three to six weeks, the lady gets a special treat. It's two for the price of one. <laughs> it's like an add-on. Like, you know, you have Chrome browser and you've got an add-on. <laughs> it's so like a bogo. You, you, you still know? have, yeah, so exactly. So th that was the flu. The 1918 flu was the one that killed like a third of the world's population. Yeah, yeah. And he did so 
assuming it was the smart third. <laughs> if this guy was able to thrive after that. So he got a little street cred because he did a good job saving babies and women and whatnot. So then right when he thought people were starting to trust him, he's like, boom, I'm going to sneak in there and use this trust capital now to do all my crazy shit. Uh, so he was like, hey, you know how you had that flu? Now you don't got that flu. How about a boner? How about a boner? <laughs> and I know it sounds crazy, but you trusted me from saving your kid last year. So I'm just going to sew these goat testicles. Are we cool? And the guy's like, we cool. Let's try it. All right. He's like the Rasputin of <laughs> goat testicles. Rasputin did that? He like healed the... Oh, really? Yeah. I don't, I don't I, know history. I, you know when you listen to a hardcore history a long time ago? And then you start to regurgitate we'll like some mistruths up. onto yeah. a we'll podcast? We'll put like an, an annotation or a footnote where like, check hardcore history to check <laughs> Bobby's historical facts. Brinkley began promoting goat glands as a cure for 27 ailments, ranging from dementia to emphysema to flatulence. He even started grafting these onto ladies married to sexually weak men with nerves. Not surprisingly, his practice didn't receive glowing Yelp reviews. He frequently operated while intoxicated <laughs> and was sued for wrongful death over a dozen times between 1930 and 1941. All right. But he was learning, I guess. That was... <laughs> <laughs> but he so cured he was doing you know. the goat nads on women too yeah, yeah if someone walked in and was like you know i'm extra gassy my, my husband's yelling i've been this farting too just, much boom i've got your cure it's goat testicles. this guy's really obsessed with fucking goat nads you know <laughs> and I mean? he's hammered too he's like Woo, goat nuts for everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and you get goat nuts and you get goat nuts <laughs> what do you have to do to be classified as sexually weak yeah, that's a, that's a great. That's, yeah, a, that's, that's a pretty brutal diagnosis from a doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you fuck three times yesterday? You're sexually weak, man. Go get some good testicles. It's a good breakup a... line, though. <laughs> You're sexually you weak. Sexually yeah, weak, that's what, man. You know, yeah, that's what your girlfriend says when you know you catch her cheating on you. I'm just picturing him like having jerking off contests with all his patients, and like if he beats, I don't know, like if he can last longer than yeah, you're fucking sexually weak. That's how he <laughs> diagnoses people. I just love that he's adding on these goat testicles. You know what I mean? So now you got extra. So I'm assuming some people were like, well, can I get more than one additional set of testicles? <laughs> so you just have like people covered in testicles. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> like the sexually strongest man in the world is just covered in goat testicles. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys might be thinking like, where's the science to this? Did this really work? And, you know, maybe, maybe not. But uh, his hits included attaching goat ovaries onto a lady as a cure for a spinal cord tumor. Uh, she later died. <laughs> He influenced other doctors of the day to start grafting monkey testicles on the patients as kind of a Pepsi option to his Coca-Cola. And largely, the scientific results were like mixed. Some people thought this was somewhat working, and some people were convinced this was all just quack bullshit. This just sounds like this guy somehow inherited like a giant flock of goats. Like a, just a giant. <laughs> it's like he doesn't know. I don't know what to do with all these fucking goats. He just has a testicle farm. So he got high with his buddies one night, and they were all taking all ideas. Cut testicles and just put them on people. Just say yeah. it cures everything. <laughs> what do you go? Otherwise, you're just stuck with all these goddamn goats. Best case scenario, you win like some sort of prize for science. Worst case scenario, placebo effect. Everyone thinks it's working. Yeah, yeah. And you're a hero. But so it seemed fine. like at some point his practice was kind of dwindling, so there weren't enough sexually weak men. So he starts just saying, yeah, it'll cure if you're gassy, if you have cancer, if you have spinal cord issue or whatever. Just yeah. Anyone that walked in, he'd be like, yep, I'm going to diagnose you with goat testicles. I'll be $9,000. You have cancer. You need to be teabagged by an animal forever. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let Nick take us home on this last point here. 
Later in life, he had a radio show where he gave out batshit medical advice and inadvertently popularized country music by playing it on the show. At one point, he had over a million watts powering his station that was based in Mexico. It was said to have been the most powerful radio broadcast ever. It was reported that it could be heard in Canada and people with metal plates or metal teeth could pick it up just about anywhere across the U.S.-Mexican border. So his plan was just to have a broadcast antenna that was so powerful that even if you don't get goat testicles implanted, they'll just grow out of you from you. <laughs> you just give them crazy forms of weird cancer. Yeah. I'm just assuming that Alex Jones and Rush Limbaugh have, have this guy's DNA somewhere in there. Yeah. <laughs> Colloidal silver, goat nuts. <laughs> But this dude, like, I mean, he had his own radio show where he would just pitch batshit crazy quack remedies and people would write him letters and say, doctor, I'm suffering from this or that or the other. And he would say, yeah. And he would play country music in between his quack shit. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) And inadvertently popularize country music. He wasn't playing Mozart. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or like somebody goes in, they have diabetes. One doctor tells them they're about to lose a foot. They go for a second opinion. This guy tells them, you know, hey, you get to keep the foot. We're just going to sew a goat testicle on it. Maybe that is the better option. What (laughs) element could you be diagnosed? Diagnosed with where you would willingly get a goat nut sewed onto you. Yeah. Stupidity, I guess. <laughs> where, where, where is this goat? Is it, is it going to be in a prominent place? <laughs> yeah, where's the line? Where they're like, you have six months to live, or we're sewing this goat nut onto your face. Yeah. And we'll give you three years. Yeah. Are you, are you are you just dying or are you taking the goat nut? Yeah, goat nut like right on your forehead or something. Like yeah. it is, and I wonder if it's sensitive too. Like can you feel it? <laughs> like you can't wear hats anymore. It's gonna be very painful. Oh, you like hit your head cap. on a cabinet or something, man. That would Man, that's some tough calculus for you, Carlos. I don't know. Yeah, no shit. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to. I didn't see I, I wish now that I know that goat testicles are so powerful back in the day, I'm almost cause I just watched the watchman. I wish there was like goat testicle man because he just like covered in goat testicles that's what gives him all his power also another chikara gimmick (laughs) chikara gimmick yeah exactly each week we heroically watch hundreds of hours of porn just to find these gyms the noble task of sitting through countless hours of bukkake cut coding and senseless midget gangbangs just to bring you guys the best Pornhub comments of the week. Hashtag heroes. I'll let Carlos take us on this next one here. This is from Child of God. <laughs> Not only is it Child of God, but they have an American flag as their icon, so this is a patriot. <laughs> Stay strong, brothers. Do not let these foul things cross your mind. Know, look, you got to point out the date here. I think that's important. Okay. Or the month, at least. Oh, it's uh, Guy Fawkes Day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that. I think he means no nut November. Yeah, we're going no nut November on this one. Oh, oh, oh. That is how Guy Fawkes died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he exploded. <laughs> all right, I'm completely lost now, but I will do this again. We all are, Carlos. November 5th, 2019. That's Guy Fox Day or no Fab November? What are we referencing? What does remember, hardcore remember. history say about November 5th? <laughs> I don't know. Fucking, we got to do dates now at 8.44 p.m. too, by the way. It'll make sense at the end, I promise. <laughs> I'll give you some more butchered historical facts. All right. Are we done with the historical facts on this one so I can read it? <laughs> yeah. Stay strong, brothers. Do not let these foul things cross your mind. And remember, over the horizon, these females will have no fingers. February. I, I don't know. I don't know what just. What so I just for said. No, no, November, there's this, the sister of No Fingers February. 
where girls can't finger themselves oh. for a whole month. We can't jack our dick for the month of November. They can't finger bang themselves for February. It's like no flick the bean February. Oh, I didn't realize that there was a, I had heard, you know, we've talked about no fat November, but I didn't know there was no fingers February. Yeah, I've never heard of that either. And, <laughs> and now everyone knows. Coming yeah. from child of God, that seems like a punishment. Where they, <laughs> yeah. they chop off your fingers for diddling. Yeah, exactly. Some kind of like Old Testament punishment. <laughs> yeah, I think Krampus will get the ladies if they start to flick the bean in February. Just he eats well, them. The old hack joke is that February is African American History Month. There's like, ah, you gave us the shortest month. Yeah. But then now I really feel it because like, oh, yeah, oh, women, oh, the women only have to do it for 28 days yeah. and they have to do it for 30. There you go. They've had it too good in this country for too long. That's what we had. <laughs> That's what podcast is all about. Women just got it made. Yeah. <laughs> Writing the wrong by giving them the shortest month for the new finger February. All right. And I'll let Nick closes on this last one here. All right. James 666A. <laughs> It has been four hours. Wait, wait, wait. Say when this was actually... Uh, was... 9-11-2001. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 9 a.m. It has been four hours since I successfully sucked my own penis. Things are different now. As soon as mouth-to-penis contact was made, I felt a shockwave through my body. I have reason to believe I have super strength and telekinesis now. Three hours after contact, I noticed a van parked on my street. But no one has entered or exited the car since its arrival. I fear for my safety. I'm not sure what sort of power I may have stumbled upon, but it's possible that the government has found out if I don't up cut off. Oh, he got cut off. So the government. We don't know what happened to him. Well, the government found out. They busted in right when he was typing that Pornhub comment. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, if that happened every time. Yeah, no shit. What would you guys do if you could suck your own dicks? Go for it? Or is it a bashful thing? I you think just... this is actually one of the Watchmen. This <laughs> might be one of the Watchmen. James 666A can suck his own dick. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably try to avoid going down that scoliosis hole. <laughs> I would gladly take the scoliosis. And I mean, I would never leave my bedroom. And there's no shame in that game. That's that's the way I'm going on that. Yeah, die happy. Do it. Die what you love doing. Die what, what you Yeah. I remember <laughs> oh, back when uh, that whole thing with Marilyn Manson was going on, people were saying that he... Yeah. Paid to have a surgery to have a rib removed, just so he could so suck, suck his, his own dick. dick. And we just all were like, "Oh yeah, totally." Like, <laughs> <laughs> we just all got on board with that because it's you know impossible. now we know. I mean, if there's one thing, it's rock stars with millions of dollars have a problem with <laughs> getting is getting women to suck their dicks. Well, let alone the fact that it's like, "Oh yeah, just just put a fucking bone inside your penis," and that's what fucking made it work. Like, <laughs> what what makes surgical sense about that ever? I would like to see the clinic that specialized in that procedure. Yeah, <laughs> you know who can do that position sonic the hedgehog oh dude <laughs> yeah that's, that's his real superpower <laughs> he loses all his rings when he does it <laughs> those are all cock rings that are flying out at him when he gets knocked into shit <laughs> all right guys i think that might be a high spot so uh, nick you got anything you want to promote don't get your children vaccinated <laughs> uh check out Tim Bell Pod is my pro wrestling podcast for me and my pro wrestling friend Jake Manning, as well as my friend Micah. We talk about dead pro wrestler uh, every other week. What are you going to do when you run out of dead pro wrestlers? There is no shortage. Are you going to start dead wrestlers? Yeah, there's no way we'll ever run. The the, the 80s were rough to those dudes. Uh, I was hoping you'd start murdering them. That's that's a solid script. (laughs) (laughs) The podcast that ran out of topics, so they started murdering wrestlers. (laughs) 
What's your social media? Nicolessa, N-I-C-K-O-H-L-E-S-S-A. I am on Instagram and Twitter. All right. Anything else before we get out of here? More like Christmas Nookie, am I right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>